Welcome everybody to Dark Feather Gaming News. As always, this is Thor here with Doc and Sasquatch Senpai. So let's break open the day discussing some new game announcements and updates. I think we have quite a few this week. Um, yeah, the first thing I have here is some news on Elden Ring, which, yes, it exists. <laughs> um, from play, uh, from play, from software, as uh, released a little bit more information from a, uh, what do you want to call it, like a, a preview and hands-on with uh, various media outlets, mm-hmm. where they showed off some of the overall gameplay, some, they called, uh, some smaller dungeons and some things they called legacy dungeons and quite a bit of news on it. The biggest piece of news was for a single player only mechanic uh, where you can summon spirits of fallen enemies and they all have special different effects on it. So uh, Elden Ring is also hmm. Pokemon. Nice. Um, the mechanic can not be used in multiplayer. So uh, no summoning a whole bunch of little sphere of things mm. um, between up to the three players you can have in the cooperative multiplayer. The game will boast, which was also previewed in this hands-on preview Q and a thing with from software. Um, they also talked about how they had legacy dungeons, which are going to be more like the souls born games style areas. So aside from the large open world, you'll have entire areas to run through as well as smaller dungeons in the open world. There is also um, an entire underground area, which sounds to be something that's procedurally generated. So that'd be cool to add some replayability to it as well. Nice. Oh, and you can't uh, you can't ride your horses in co-op. <laughs> what? Uh, there is a whole bunch of teleporting, though, so you can fast travel to your heart's content. But uh, the games, uh, the game is looking very interesting for a from software game. We also have some Halo Infinite system requirements for the PC. Um, 64-bit processor, not surprising. Windows 10. Um, on your minimum side, you're looking at an uh, AMD FX8370. I have no idea what those numbers mean. Mm-hmm. Or an Intel i5. <laughs> uh, 8 gigs of RAM. Um, an AMD RX 570 or an NVIDIA GTX 1050 Ti. Uh, version 12 DirectX, which you know Windows 10 runs, and 50 gigs of your hard drive space. They're <laughs> recommending, however, an AMD Ryzen 7 3700X or an Intel i7, 16 gigs of RAM, a Radeon RX 5700 XT or an NVIDIA RTX 2070 uh, DirectX 12, as well as 50 gigs, 50 gigabytes of hard drive space. Nice. So starting to get up there in system requirements, the hardware requirements for games, it seems. But uh, Mm -hmm. it's Halo, so. Yeah. Not too surprised, to be honest. Um, Square Enix has announced the collection of Saga. Final Fantasy Legend is coming to PC and smartphones. I I saw that. I remember hearing about that. Um, it'll launch on September 22nd for iOS and Android and a Windows release on October 21st. Um, so this is for all three games, Final Fantasy Legend, Final Fantasy Legend 2, and Final Fantasy Legend 3. Um, so these were known as Warrior in the <laughs> Warrior in the Tower of the Demon World Saga in 
Japan, and these are actually the precursors to my favorite game series. So these were the first time the games uh, Final Fantasies went west to a Western audience as well. So um, if you ever wanted to replay them or see what the first little bit of Final Fantasy your parents or grandparents <laughs> got their hands on, uh, this would be the way to do it. Uh, you'll get all three games in this package. Oh no! Oh what? man! Well, when you when you said that when you're when you're like that your parents and grandparents had, I'm like, I mean parents. Then I'm like, oh god, our generation might be grandparents by now, huh? If like the cards are played right, I don't like thinking uh... about that. I mean, no, I don't like thinking about that at all. Let's keep going. I guess, like, uh, I don't know our our generation, yeah, but on the much further end, the much further end. I mean, I mean, we're like right where it starts. Like, if you were like in high school when you got pregnant, and then your kids were in high school when they got pregnant, that would make you I mean, grandparents at our age. Yeah, yeah. I just, I don't like thinking about that. Let's keep going. <laughs> this at all. Well, you, you don't have those children. What do you have? To no, worry it just about? makes me feel old as shit. I remember the first time I felt old and it was heartbreaking. <laughs> I was I was only like 27 too. <laughs> All right, so a little bit more Halo news. I grouped my stuff terribly. Um they have a special little deal dealing with their multiplayer progression. Um it's tied to their battle passes um which will never expire. You can purchase them at any time and you can just continue unlocking as you go as you play, which is kind of a nice change from what you have typically with like Call of Duty or any mm. other game right now where they're, you know, one once and done and they're gone. Yeah. I hate that. The um uh, the fear of missing out. I know. Strategy it's, it's brutal. Yeah. I still I have like, like 30 days on mine left so I'm good. You know what they ought, uh, yes. What they ought to do because you have at least I I don't with the ones that I've used uh, anyways they have usually the free tier and then the paid tier, and what they ought to do is make the paid tier accessible at any time, and purchasable at any time, and then just make the free tier only available for the the season or whatever. That would help balance what they're trying to do and still keep their revenue coming in. Well, that depends on the game, because sometimes there won't be paid or free tiers. They'll just be free things at certain levels, and there won't be things at both levels for both free and paid. So, well, I just mean like if you have the paid one, then it just it's you can. Well, yeah, I guess I don't know. That'd be kind of a programming nightmare too. So I, I don't know. It's yeah, I don't. Anyways, I have mixed feelings to, about battle passes. To progress to progress these battle passes um there is kind of an xp system but you can only get these xps through completing challenges um hmm. get xp level up there are actually challenges you do have to chase to complete to level up these passes so this is probably why they're leaning more towards a buy it you have uh, forever kind of mentality which makes sense and you know hmm. what oh. yeah i can get on board with that um but uh, I don't know. It's going to force a lot of people to do stuff they don't enjoy in the game. It might turn people off, but you know what? The game, the multiplayer is free, so yeah, whatever. 
I like I don't know, I like that more because I I really like the challenge systems too. One of my favorite things to do in Call of Duty is to collect and earn medals and unlock achievements. I'm a trophy hunter. That's just how I am. So this kind of adds kind of a an achievement unlocking aspect to it, which I think would actually make me more likely, regardless of time limit, just that aspect would make me more likely than just you've put this much time into the game. Yeah, yeah. Makes it makes the achievements feel like I earned them a little bit more, I guess. <clears throat> I don't know. Um, Hello Games has also released another really large update for No Man's Sky. Um, this game has turned into something else. Um, now you can become a space mayor. Uh, it's called No Man's Sky Frontiers. There will be procedurally generated alien villages and settlements on various planets you can go to. Once again, you can name them, so you can be Space Mayor of Buttholeville. <laughs> um, you can do little mini quests for the inhabitants there, solve local disputes, run trade, blah, 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 a whole bunch of space simmy stuff. But uh, Hello Games keeps pumping out stuff for No Man's Sky, and I really do not know how they make money. Because most of their most of their game updates are large expansion size updates from... Um, uh, prisms where there's even more companions and things you can capture you know you know, like pokemon you can have little pets uh to the, the one that included the space derelict ships that added some horror exploration to it um i really don't know what they're doing with the game but they're clearly still making money so mm. i, I um, feel like i should get this game uh, i actually just reinstalled it because this update sounds great um if you have vr it's also in vr there's a vr mode for no man's sky um, I convinced a friend to buy it on PC and he had it on PS4. So we're going to start over there and see how it goes. But yeah, uh, it's uh, it's something. It had a rocky start. I enjoyed it at its launch. It was mm-hmm. definitely still rough, but uh, they just keep on adding to it. So Nice. We do have a release date for the Crisis Remastered Trilogy. It will launch on October 15th. And this will be for both PC and consoles. Um, It'll be available across Windows PC via the Epic Game Store, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PlayStation 4. With, uh, this is a typo, with backwards compatibility for the Xbox Series XS and PlayStation 5. So that's really just forward compatibility. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the trilogy will be priced at $49.99 for the console versions. So um, they'll be sold digitally and at retail. Nice. Uh, coming to Switch at some point as well. Uh, if they can figure out how to get it run, figure out how to get it to run on the Switch. <laughs> so nice. And you had something, I believe, Doc, yes? Yeah, we got a little bit of a rumor that some of the classic Star Trek games are going to be coming back on uh, GOG games. Nice. So uh, titles potentially include uh, Star Trek Armada, Away Team, Bridge Commander, Elite Force, Hidden Evil, Invasion, and Starfleet Command 3. Nice. And I'm I'm pretty excited about that. I... Uh, the the bridge commander game is a lot of fun. Nice. It is a lot of fun. You get to uh you can you can either take uh bridge command of the ship, run all the systems and fly it like the captain. Mm-hmm. Or you can uh 
go out into third person and it's like a brilliant space uh, sim. Hmm. You can do weird, crazy matchups. <laughs> There's also a colossal mod community for it back in the day. So oh, nice. you could like you could mod in like anything, any ship from any any universe, any continuity. You want to fly around in a Zapdos? You could probably do Uh, that too. Because because someone did it. That that was a mod. You could have a spaceship that was just a Zapdos. Hmm. It had it had lightning animations and everything. So you know there's going to be a mod for like riding a Skyrim dragon. Oh yeah, like people are going to mod the shit out that game if it if it comes out again. Nice. That's always exciting though. Yeah, so I'm I'm really excited for that. Our uh, the Armada series is really good RTS, uh, three dimensional space RTS. Hmm. That was always a lot of fun. You could uh, you could like send in one force of troops at like their base level, mm-hmm. and then you know drop in an entire fleet from above them, <laughs> and just completely ruin someone's day. It was great. Nice. But yeah, this is still just a rumor. All these games got uh, updated store pages on GOG, so looking like they might be uh, getting re-released. Sweet. So segueing into some of our upcoming events, um, one of the first topics that will kind of branches in there is our PS Plus games uh, that are going to be available September 7th uh, for this month. Our PS Plus games are going to be uh, Overcooked All-You-Can-Eat for PS5. And for PS4, it will be Predator Hunting Grounds and Hitman 2. Ooh, that's a good game. Yeah. I think I already have Hitman 2, but I'm excited to try Predator's Hunting Gr- Predator Hunting Grounds. I say excited to try as if I'm going to try it anytime in less than three years once it enters the backlog, but... My backlog is way too big now. Um, And PlayStation has finally announced um, their next major showcase, which is going to be September 10th. So it's a little over a week from today um, or a week from today, if you're listening um, during the release, which is kind of weird, actually, because this is their next uh, state of play. And traditionally, in fact, I think every single state of play up until now has been on a Thursday. Um, So the shift to a Friday, while it makes sense, Friday, I would argue, was a better day to begin with. I never thought Thursday was a a solid thing for them, but it's uh, it is notable that this one is going to be uh, taking place on a Friday. It's supposed to be about 40 minutes. Um, And are you ready to be disappointed? What, oh boy! What? No, it is September ninth. Oh, it's what, what the fucking article I was looking at said September tenth because it's fucking September UK. September tenth in Japan Standard Time. Yeah. Well, the the article is specifically a UK based article I'm reading, and it ah. starts at six a.m. in the so it's September 9th for the United States, one p.m. Pacific time. So the standard fucking time it always is. And yes, I'm prepared to be excited. I have no <laughs> expectations. Or prepared to be i'm not prepared to be excited i'm prepared to be disappointed i have no excitement or expectations at this point i'm just gonna leave my expectations low if uh they throw out something cool they throw out something cool but whatever 
I mean, all the news coming from Sony recently has been just nothing but disappointment. So, I mean, as long yep. as you're prepared. Just dry, dusty farts, and I'm expecting dry, dusty farts. So, we'll see. Well, uh, in more exciting news, <laughs> the Tokyo Game Show Online dates have been announced. Now, this is an one to be excited about, so... Uh, yes, it will be September 30th, um, 2 a.m. Pacific time, 5 a.m. Eastern time, uh, 6 p.m. Japan Standard Time for I don't even know if we have a Japanese listener, but there you go. 6 p.m. for you. Um, this is going to have quite a few presentations for games specifically, like from Dyson Sphere Program, Wars of the Nile 2, King of Fighters 15, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel and Yuru Kill, the Calmination games. Um, there's also going to be the more traditional program presentations from companies like SK Telecom, Konami, uh, Spike Chunsoft, D3 Publisher, Capcom, and even Xbox, and a lack of Sony. Hmm. Um, you also have a few presentations uh, from a specific company, such as uh, Future Days, uh, such as Idolmaster, for the Idolmaster Starlet Season, Warpath, Genjin Impact, and Grand Saga. Hmm. Uh, just a ton of games, ton of... Uh, ton of uh presentations going on you even have your more traditional western companies there you'll have 505 games uh ubisoft um and your more traditional japanese hmm. ones and uh asian publishers like tencent will be there uh square enix will be there obviously i'll be probably our last little bit of news of if there is anything for final fantasy 14 um and seasoft as well probably talking about their next upcoming mmo so it looks like to looks like there'll be something coming cool because if you do remember uh yoshi p announced that there'd be something there for final fantasy 16 mm. so look forward to that nice and um just for the just for the record since you you mentioned it i went ahead and went on to our uh uh anchor and looked uh we indeed do not have any listeners in japan but we do have listeners in taiwan singapore and india so nice. we, oh, we cool. do have uh, we do have <laughs> listeners in, in in the asian market so yeah look at look at us those times are probably easier for you to uh <laughs> translate to your local time than whatever the hell you think 1 a.m pacific time is <laughs> yeah so how about our legal debacles and controversies for this week? Um, Discord is nearing $15 billion in value as members of social media sites continue to leave and look for a new alternate place to meet up and talk with their friends. Yep. Um, so this is kind of following on the tales of uh, Discord rejecting a $12 billion Microsoft purchase. Um, they shortly announced that they're working with Sony to come to the console, but it seems... They're in discussions with all the console manufacturers, so you might be getting Good. official Discord apps on consoles, which, for fuck's sake, Nintendo, yeah. put official voice put official voice to, voice messaging on your console. Like, I'm, you're bullshit. Add a Discord app. Let me, let me talk on there with people. If, if Discord <laughs> could link to all major consoles, that would be tits. Yep. It would save the console manufacturers so much time and effort too, working on their own yeah. pipes. So it's like, oh, oh, here's Discord. Okay, great. 
Have right, at it. It'd be so much easier to go into chats on Call of Duty because right now, if, if I'm in Discord, then I can't have the game audio over my headset, and it's a whole fucking thing and pain in the ass. So it'd be really nice if I could just be on Discord voice while in my game. That way I can be listening to my music through my uh, music apps and have it going. It, it, it'd just be a lot easier that way. Not to mention, yeah, uh, I assume you'll be able to stream directly through there too, which will be nice because right now you can only directly stream to YouTube and Twitch, which is limited. Um, yeah, and there is even a growing market for potential business partners from uh, Twitter, Amazon, Epic Games. So they might be moving towards using built-in Discord services within their games, which would be kind of cool for games such mm -hmm. as New World, which launches towards the end of the month if you could just have your own little company Discord server right within the game. That'd be great. Nice. Um, they they could totally do that on Final Fantasy, too. They'd, they'd be pretty easy to replace the Link Shell system, which is super huh? underutilized. If they replaced that with like an in-game Discord option, it would be a lot better. Yeah, and in in an interview with the Financial Times, Jason uh, Citron, the uh, Citron, Citroen, Citroen, whatever his name is, uh, in an interview <laughs> with them, he said, there's a big trend of people shifting away from broadcast, wide open social media communication services to more small, intimate places. And uh, obviously, referring to Discord here, um, we're, meaning, we're a meaningful part of how that's evolving on the Internet. So their shares seem to be growing. They seem to be doing quite well since they went public over joining the Microsoft takeover of gaming. Nice. Also have an issue. Um, a, uh, <laughs> oh, it kind of feels bad. Um, Emeka mm -hmm. Games is the lone developer behind a horror game um, on Steam has left game development for an indefinite amount of time after their Steam's two-hour refund policy has led to a huge number of returns for their game. Um, Emeka Games uh, released a game called Summer of 58, which is a horror game. Uh, it's a small indie game. They're generally shorter. Hmm. Um, oh, no. Very positive reviews. Uh, a ton of people leaving great comments and stuff. However, Let me guess. The game it's less than two 90. hours. Yeah. Okay. Yes, the game oh lasts about ninety minutes. People... Long, so people are being assholes. People are being Come the worst. The fuck on. How, how much is this game? It was like seven bucks, dude. The worst. So people, fuck those people. people. Yeah. Right. And Come so um, this has caused some issues within the company. They can't pay their bills because everyone who purchased their game then decided to beat it, refunded it because they. Uh, that's they're horseshit. really living in the moral gray area gray area i don't know man that sounds like straight up like that's not what they're, that refund process is for that would <laughs> if you really wanted to split hairs that's fraud that's not a gray area that's straight up fucking the black area that's your refund policy is if you have played it less than two hours no if ands or buts oh that's that's where the horse shit begins that is where it begins and so coming from this, I'm sure Valve will act on it. Um, and also, that's not a moral gray area. It's a legal gray area. I still argue there's no gray in the morals there, but keep going. Yeah, so Emeka Games has left game development 
indefinitely due to this slew of returns thanks to the blanketed steam refund policy of playing a game for less than 120 minutes so um he did leave a message about his indefinite leave um friends thank you for your support i'm leaving game developments for an indefinite time to collect my thoughts the fact is that my game summer of 58 does not reach two hours of playing time by steam standards in this regard a huge number of returns on the game even with positive reviews and i do not earn anything to create a new game (laughs) thank you very much for supporting me i'm very glad that you like my games but since i have no conditions to do something new i have to do something else i will immediately answer everyone who asks about from day to day this game and will not see the light of day in the near future see you later um honestly like i've played a ton of games that have a really short runtime that have been like cost up to like 10 15 dollars i've really enjoyed them so uh people are just assholes yeah that's twisted that's that's twisted man always hard to find a good horror game and people go and ruin shit yeah now now that now i i if you liked it well fuck you because we're not going to get any more of them so if you liked it and you returned it this is on you and you're a piece of shit yeah. It was it was a really big deal that Steam had a refund policy on digital purchases and that just straight up might go away. Yeah, and it's like it's not like that's a bad idea either, but like whole, speaking of like no, there's no middle ground here. Like they should at least have to have a reason, not like loved the game, but like why not get my money back? There should be yeah. a achievement midway through the game like like literal 50% completed see the problem with that is is your developer can lie about that and put that at the beginning of the game because steam has a huge system where you can upload your own game without having to be curated by a member of valve make an appeal system make it where if you can't if you can't if you can't return it like that then it you send in a ticket and they'll actually have to look at it um even if they don't suss out all of the instances of that it'll at least be a dissuasion to make developers not want to do that since there would be a repercussion I mean, there's there's ways to open conversation and figure this out, but just making a blanket like no questions asked if it's less than two hours, return it. I mean, you could even just adjust that to like, I I don't know. Steam tracks how how much progress you make through a game's can they can track how your progress through a storyline? Maybe not even an achievement pop, but at least see if you've like gotten to certain. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know. It just ah, this is just frustrating. It's a frustrating right. thing to hear. It really, really is. It really is. It's disheartening. Um, it's definitely going to steer people away from uh, publishing their own games through Steam's creator program in this sense as well, because it's like, well, if this happened to them and I only made, you know, a game that's similarly long, what will happen to me and all the time I spent creating this and this had become my job and I was relying upon this income for all the money i spent putting into this it's just going to cause a huge shit show mm. and a larger shit show than it has already caused for Amica games yep but in other news uh war gaming the developers and publishers behind world of warships um just suspended and em- suspended an employee after he sent an abusive message in a promo code um this is following uh a whole bunch of their prominent uh community 
creator members leaving the official program for the game after a whole bunch of shady monetization schemes and bullshit, you know, revisions they've made to their stuff. But in their terms, I've never played World of Warships. But uh, one of the employees felt like putting fuck you, Terry, in their <laughs> <laughs> promo fuck code. Who's t- I wonder who Terry you, is. Terry. Who it's is Turi? Turi. T-U-R-Y. I want to know who Turi is and 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 what they did to this person. <laughs> yeah, um, he's literally a streamer named Turi. <laughs> so, okay, the person has been identified. That's even better. Yeah, he's a prominent member of their community <laughs> creation program, and what they do is like pretty much unpaid interns who like help new players come to the game, create content for wargaming for their game, World of Warships. Do this all Lord. for free. And then when they do a whole bunch of stuff and the people leave the program, the guy's like, nah, fuck you, Terry. <laughs> nice. Um, that uh, employee has been such since let go. So. Imagine that. Um, <laughs> pretty, pretty soon Wargaming responded with this is unacceptable. We conducted an internal audit and found that this situation occurred due to the actions of a certain employee. The employee was suspended from his job and most and the most stringent measures were applied to him according to the results of the audit. On behalf of the entire World of Warships team, we apologize to the players, the viewers of Friday's stream, and most importantly, we apologize <laughs> to Turi. We made an unacceptable <laughs> statement in your address and we're fully aware of our responsibility. Um, and then they actually actually created a new progro- promo code um, that said, Turi, we are sorry. Oh my god. I just thought this was really funny, but I've just been watching Wargaming just struggle and struggle and their, uh, you know, their ship sink. Wow. Uh, we have a few new changes to World of Warcraft. Their next update will remove more developer names from the game. So, um... They're removing Jesse McCree, as we talked about, changing his name from Overwatch, uh, from the, uh, you know, Cosby Suites. <laughs> God, fucking, I can't believe they did that. From uh, his infamous involvement in the Cosby Suite at BlizzCons with a whole bunch of other discredited and uh, people who make poor decisions from that development studio. So um, Shadowlands update 9.1.5 will be going on the PTR next week, and a lot of what you'll find in it is direct results of your collective feedback. It includes long ask for changes to make it easier to swap covenants and conduits, updates to make it so you don't need to repeat covenant campaigns on alts, new character customization races that were lacking, and many more changes to help you play the way you want. It has also it also has updates to improve the game environments for our communities, including additional changes to some content to better reflect our shared values, better visibility into the impact of your in-game reports of harassment and more serious penalties for people engaged in disruptive behavior. Um, these changes are for various NPCs that are in reference to uh, real life employees at Blizzard or other real life people who they just made an Easter egg for. So it's never a good idea to name your in game characters <laughs> after real people. Yeah. For various reasons. Speaking of uh, gaffes by companies, um, Epic Games recently held a Dr. Martin Luther King event oh, Lord. where they removed uh... emotes except for the whip emote. 
Why? Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, so they removed most emotes from the Martin Luther King events within Fortnite. They're, they do a whole bunch of various type of events, concerts, whatever bullshit. They had a kind of like a little digital tour of uh, various parts of the I Have a Dream speech. You can watch that on a big projector screen within the game. Uh, various tours through, I don't know, parts of uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s life. Um, and this was in collaboration with Time Studios. So, yeah. Um, however, they uh, decided let's remove the emotes from this, create like a create like a serious educational experience for people. However, their contract with DC Comics does not allow oh, for removal no! of DC Comics based emotes as well as costumes. <gasps> so almost everything was disabled. You could use Catwoman's whip crack emotes within the Dr. Martin Luther King Junior. Oh no. Events. So naturally, oh, man. people if, took advantage of this. If I was the project lead on that, I would have been like, "Nope, just keep all the emotes. If we can't remove that yep. one, keep them all." Who made that yeah, decision? It's like this is this is bad here, Dude. but it just looks like it's focused to be there now. Yeah, like I get that. Like I get why they couldn't remove that one, but like then don't remove any of them. You know what I mean? <laughs> Holy <Yeah>. shit. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what the fuck? Not uh not the best look. <laughs> uh, oh man. That's so bad. Uh Nexus Mods has also banned a mod called No <laughs> Skyrim, which stops me from playing Skyrim. <laughs> dumbest mod of the world the, uh, no skyrim is a mod by that little commie which prevents you from playing skyrim um you click the button launch it launch the game nothing happens it literally stops you from playing skyrim uh nexus mods decided every time i put in new mods it. that happens give me a break right <laughs> um <laughs> it's funny the mod has a description um now with no skyrim Instead of being able to start a new game like most Skyrim players, you just can't. That's the entire description. I don't know. That's a description. Uh, so every Nexus Nexus mods removed this game from their website. So this uh, mod from their website, which was interesting. I I don't know. I don't know what problem it was causing, but whatever. Um, however, apparently you can also still screw up the mod. <laughs> order the mod load list and you can make it so no Skyrim doesn't work and you can still play Skyrim. What the f the, I, You're just pushing food on the plate. What the <laughs> fuck? In this case, cheese wheels. Lots oh and lots God. of cheese wheels. People are just bored at this point. Uh to China. Over back to oh. our Asian listeners, this might impact you. Maybe who knows? Um, China has implemented a new policy that only allows minors to play games for one hour on Fridays, weekends, and holidays. Uh, Chinese players will have to be registered and log in to play games moving forward. This is on uh, the heels of required facial recognition and identification for launching up gaming devices. Um, this is follow also on the following their big huge push against gaming in general. 
um, with their state ran publications saying that it's opiate, uh, it's uh, opiates for the mind. Oh, Lord. I believe is what they said it was. So, yeah. Have fun trying to play video games in China. Especially if you're a minor, three hours a week. Sure, minor. You probably shouldn't be listening to our podcast. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this isn't that much of a change because previously you can only play for 1.5 hours, but uh, <laughs> that is still significantly, that is one third of the previous time. God. And that was a day, though. So, yeah. And this is after South Korea has uh, decided to overturn their time limiting restrictions. So. That's all the. uh, Hmm. The weird, the weird debacles and controversies I have. Well, let's talk about then some Pokemon updates because we do have some stuff coming for us in that entire field. So Pokemon Go, we have a lot coming for this September. Um, They're bringing, quote unquote, the season of mischief, which is really just an expanded Halloween event at the end of the day. it last started today. Yep, yep, that started well yes yesterday, I think. Yeah. Yesterday like midday, but it's been going on for about twenty-four oh, hours I now. I didn't get the bonuses until today. Oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I got them all yesterday. That's even when I posted it in the uh the Discord. I I lazily used screenshots, in-game screenshots to uh to post it in there. But it's um there's a lot of stuff coming with it. It goes all the way um uh, the first uh, bit of it is September, so it goes from September 1st to October 1st, and that is the uh, September Research Breakthrough Encounters, uh, which will be ditto and higher odds, of course, of receiving a shiny ditto. Um, for our one for that for our weekly one pokey coin bundle um, of course every Monday in September they're going to keep doing this special bundle for this month it'll have remote raid passes as well as other things available so <clears throat> they're keeping up the weekly free remote raid pass essentially um, for featured Pokemon in raids this season, there's going to be Lugia with special attack Aeroblast appearing in five star raids um, and then some regional raids as well. Um, for Mega Evolved Pokemon, we'll have Mega Houndoom and Mega Slowbro. Um, so our Wednesdays in September will host our raid hours as per usual. For our spotlight hours, which are going to be on Tuesdays, the 7th, 14th, 21st, and 28th, uh, we'll have a Spoink, Ball Toy, Skitty, and Alolan Meowth, respectively. Wait, 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 wait. Spoink? Spoink! Yeah, it's like a, it's oh, like a pig okay. that has a spring tail and it bounces. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Spoink! Not, I thought it was going to be like some weird fork thing. <laughs> Because we do have that one generation we don't talk about where Pokemon are just literally fucking chairs and ice cream cones. So. Lawnmowers with oh souls. <laughs> yeah. Spoink, all right, it's a pig. Yeah. So for September Community Day, uh, this will be September 19th uh, from 11 to 5 local time, as per usual, with uh, Oshawott, the sea otter Pokemon, appearing for uh, the Community Day. 
for upcoming events, season of mischief. Um, oh, da, 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 da. I forgot about that. So on the uh, the raids, we'll also have uh, Hoopa coming into raids as well, which will have a one day event taking place this Sunday. Um, and there's also going to be some season long special research going on with that season of mischief. Um, this one's big. I think it was like 14 different items or something like that. What I don't remember, um, but it's it's a lot of items. Um, <clears throat> there's also the psychic spectacular event. Um, so psychic type Pokemon starting on Wednesday, September 8th will be spawning more frequently um, to September 13th. Fashion Week will be going from September 21st to 28th, and Team Rocket Go or Team Go Rocket's boss is, seems to be missing. So where is Giovanni gone? This will apparently come into play throughout the event as well. Um, I don't think he got his Pokemon Go updated. He mm-hmm. still has to walk inside the stores to spin those Pokestops. <laughs> Sucks to be him. <laughs> um. Some game updates. A new evolution preview feature is going to be uh, joining Pokemon Go soon. So you'll be able to preview your Pokemon's post-evolution CP before you evolve it. Finally, that's an awesome quality of life change. Yes. Um, You'll be able to see your current Pokemon and its CP, the Pokemon's evolution and its new CP, and the leagues that the evolved Pokemon would be qualified for. So uh, for those of us who do a lot of PvP and keeping CP under 2,500 or 1,500 uh, can be really, really important, and it can be kind of hard to guess where they're going to land. So this is just awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, For our season of Mischief, which lasts for a total of 91 days, um, there I think are... 89 or 90 days left now of course seasonal pokemon found in the wild seasonal pokemon hatching from eggs um misunderstood mischief special research which you talked about uh we still have the extra xp for visiting pokestops for the first time but this time it's times three instead of times ten um guaranteed gifts from spins is still here as well as increased incense effectiveness um and further increased incense effectiveness while walking, as well as buddies bringing gifts more often. That's going to be all of our Pokemon Go updates, but one other Pokemon update I thought was too beautiful to pass up. So, new rules around um, the rating system for Peggy, PGI regulations, will make classic Pokemon games Peggy 18. That's right. You have to be 18 what? years or older to buy Pokemon games according uh, to the Peggy rating system because, wait for it, it contains gambling. So due to the uh, older games having the game corner, um, the new Peggy rules say um, any games, what was it, that uh, <clears throat> glamor- portray and glamorize gambling – um, have to be 18 or older. And since this has a glamorization of gambling, mind you, it doesn't have to be gam- actually gambling. It just has to be depicted and depicted in a positive way in the game for it to earn this rating now. So specifically, <laughs> the old Pokemon games are retaining their E for everyone rating. However, if they are re-released, yeah. uh, they will have to have the new rating. Yeah, it doesn't backdate. Um, 
but that does mean that you know if they decide to go back to like the the leaf green and fired red and do you know if they get through all of those remakes and decide to start doing it over again then they're going to either have to remove the game quarter or make it 18 plus spoiler alert they're going to remove the game quarter because they're not going to restrict it to 18 plus so what what are what what's gonna be over the evil people's base then like that was literally the reason it was there (laughs) i don't know casino's evil (laughs) but it's fun so like a joe's crab shack or a co-op or something come buy our expensive free-range tomatoes yeah it's gonna be a whole foods (laughs) 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 it's gonna be free-range tomatoes oh man all right, so let's break open our RuneScape and Final Fantasy updates. Uh, for Final Fantasy fourteen, we have a weapon design contest that is dropping. Um, so if you fancy yourself a designer, um, the official rules are on their website. Uh, these are always really fun contests to enter. Um, so they're running uh, design uh, weapon designs for Paladins, Dark Knights, Gunbreakers, dra- or actually, no, Oh, okay, no, no, it's every single class. I, I don't think there's... Uh, except for the um, Endwalker classes. It looks like all existing classes and jobs... Uh, or actually, I should say jobs... Have uh, templates here. So yeah, check it out if that's your thing. Um, I'm make a Naki Makara for every single class. <laughs> um, a, a naked anime girl body pillow weapon. For the prizes, uh, there's going to be some in-game, mostly in-game rewards. Um, let's see. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. So, it's yeah, it's just the weapon contest is the only new thing going on. Um, in the world of RuneScape, um, the Elder God Wars dungeon, uh, the Glacier Front, is now open. Um our latest world event seems to be starting to wrap up. Um, so make sure you go check out um, the Glacier Front to keep up with the Elder God Wars world event. Um, the Lucky Dip is finally coming back this year. So uh, Leonard's Lucky Dip, you get one free entry ticket per day, and you could do an extra task to get an additional entry ticket every day. Previous year's entry tickets do still work. I confirmed this myself when I went to go enter entry tickets, and to my surprise, I had way more than I thought I did because I forgot to use my tickets last year. I always, a lot of times I'll save them up for the very end of the event because how it works is you put in so many tickets and there's a drawing for um, special gilded sets of armor. Um, And it's a drawing. Literally your odds will adjust with, you know, how many people put tickets in. So I liked to wait till the last day because a lot of people would just use them the same day that they get them. So odds increase a little bit, but sometimes you forget. Um, There's some great quality of life upgrades. It'll now show you which uh, sets you have or haven't earned. Um, And if you have all the sets or are not interested in them, you can opt just for that sweet, sweet money instead. We had some new patches coming in as well, but that's about it. Most of the focus right now is uh, still on the world event. 
And let's take a look at a final few more interesting headlines. The only one that I had, this one is great. Um, a dentist is offering free cleanings to anyone that can beat him in Super Smash Bros. So um, Dr. Tej A. Shah at Zen Family Dentistry. Uh, Go ahead. Oh, he cut out. Oh. Um, what, what were you saying? I swear I heard family dentistry. Um, a dentist is offering free cleanings to anyone who can beat him in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Oh, well, I mean, I'm down. Yeah. Um, so he's apparently really good at Super Smash Bros. He's so good that he's willing to take 1v1 matches and give free dental cleanings to anyone who beats him. Um, this is kind of just a win-win for him. Um, <clears throat> if they don't beat him, a lot, it's still bringing in customers for him. And even if they do beat him and he has to give him a free dental cleaning, he's probably made a new customer. So eh, I think it's a pretty neat tactic. I dig it. Yeah. I'd challenge him. I, I would do it. I'm, I'm not great at smash ultimate by any means but mm -hmm. i mean yeah i know how to f smash Sir, that's that's a fire emblem ultimate to you hmm. what kind of interesting but headlines I don't do you guys play a terry I, I don't i don't play a uh wow <laughs> you all right have yeah, a stroke go on you smell toast you smell burn toast yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't play a fire emblem character okay okay there we go <laughs> i play terry bogard an actual fighting game fighting character i i still need to get on there and uh try out what's his name from tekken <laughs> um, he's got as many moves as he does in tekken which is oh like, sweet mother of god <laughs> it's it's ridiculous oh god the word you're looking I'm for so is overwhelming down. nah nah tekken's not overwhelming no, the amount of moves. Nah. I mean, like, to me, somehow Guilty Gear is overwhelming, but Tekken isn't. <laughs> 3D fighters, I'm right at home in. I like 3D fighters a lot more than 2D. I love Mortal Kombat, but I, I, I like 3D fighters better. I like my 2Ds. So what are the interesting headlines you guys got? Um, Some of the... Uh cyberpunk modders that brought you the what is it called uh the woven kit open source tool uh which allows you to modify cyberpunk and the witcher uh they have been hired on by cd project red nice so cool yeah i've played mods where i'm like someone needs to hire this dude oh yeah like i i, I often find mods for games that's like this person needs to be paid for this. Mm -hmm. There needs to be better segues for like modders to get into the game industry because as it stands, there's really not a lot of good segue there. And I think there could be, uh, I, 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 yeah, I don't know. I've, 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 I've used a lot of mods that I think the, the developers definitely deserve to be looked at. Um, a lot of them are just students, though, too, and that's not what they're looking for. They're looking for true. it to just be part of their portfolio. So that's true. What you do is you hire on some modders to uh, like play your 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 base versions of your your betas, your alphas, whatever, and then 
find out how what they would do to improve it. Mm. So somewhere say fishing. That's why we got fishing in Skyrim now. Yeah. Yeah, just make like alpha tests um, a modder exclusive. Run through your testing department, then go to the modders for alpha, and then release it to the public for beta. That'd be a good, uh, good production. How about you, Sasquatch? What do you What do you have on your end for interesting headlines? I have quite a few. Um, the Yakuza series creator is reportedly in talks to leave Sega and join China's NetEase Studios. Um, he has been with Sega since 1989, and uh, NetEase is trying to hire him away. So um, what they want is they want a... His name is uh, Toshihiro Nagoshi, by the way. Uh, they want Nagoshi to build a new team and develop new games for NetEase themselves, um, which he built quite the franchise in Yakuza. So he knows what he's doing coming around there. So um, <clears throat> NetEase is the second largest video game company in China, right after Tencent. Um, and they've made quite a few successful mobile games with like Activision Blizzard with like these versions of World of Warcraft, Overwatch and Starcraft 2. So. And uh, Bandai Namco producer Motohiro Okuba is leaving after 25 years. Um, he's been there for quite a while and he says it's been a while, but I will leave Bandai Namco Entertainment on August 31st from tomorrow. I'll be working at a game company located in Shibuya. Um, so it's going to be a, a smaller company, um, probably more indie. It's what a lot of these large creators do, uh, when they get older in their careers. But I mean, he's worked on games like Tekken and Soul Calibur. So nice. Also, there are a ton of New Zealanders who are not happy with Activision and Call of Duty Vanguard. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> one of the main characters, um, who is Australian, um, is act- is based on another real-life character. Um, he is... Uh, what's his name? Lucas? Lucas Riggs? Uh, no. Charles Upham. Um, he was a hero of New from New Zealand. Um, he is the only person to receive two uh, Victoria Crosses in a war effort. And he was from New Zealand. Um, and Vanguard is turning him Aussie. Uh, Lucas Riggs, the Vanguard character based in Australia, based from Australia. Uh, his his historical past, um, his like introduction mission is just straight up riff from Charles Upham. So, yeah. There's a lot of people not very happy with this. Um, <clears throat> Vanguard did uh, Sledgehammer did have a comment on this. Um, they said, as with all the main characters in the campaign, we drew a lot of inspiration from real life soldiers. With Lucas Riggs, we drew a lot of the inspiration from Charles Upham, whose exploits embodied the spirit of all the Commonwealth forces serving in North Africa. Um, Commonwealth being Australia, New Zealand, um, anything like that so uh based in based off his services in north africa so yeah still not they're still not very happy with their major national hero who actually had quite the feat just being changed nationality wise 
Uh, do you guys remember a couple of years ago all the shaggy memes? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's canon now that he can go ultra. Yeah, instinct. buddy. Yeah. Um, Mortal Kombat Battle of the Realms uh, has a rather unique cameo at the beginning of it. Um, the WB animation little intro kicks off with Scorpion showing us his moves and then Shaggy pops out from behind the logo saying, get over here, man, or however he says it. <laughs> and he goes Ultra Instinct, chokehold Scorpion and drags him back to his own version of Shaggy Hell where they're out of snacks, I guess. <laughs> That's definitely Shaggy yeah, Hell. So <laughs> they're out of snacks and weed. That's Thor man. Hell too. Need those snacks. <laughs> So yeah, uh Shaggy is apparently able to go ultra instinct. It's now canon. Yeah, the memes were not a lie. Uh we have a man who invades a live German game show demanding that Grand Theft Auto 6 information <laughs> be shared with everybody. Um I've watched the clip, but I can't tell you what they're saying because I don't speak German. So um, a German game show beat the star had a member of the audience leap onto the stage live and uh, he just really demanded to know where Grand Theft Auto 6 was um, so who knows what happened uh, yeah we have news on Horizon Forbidden West um, there is not a PS4 PS5 upgrade for it there's not even a fee you can pay to upgrade it. What? Um, yep. Only the mm. large digital versions, the ones that cost, I think, 160, and there's another one that costs 260, have that upgrade. Otherwise, did you just say 260? No yes, yes, I did. Is oh, I'm guessing it's like a wait for a digital version. Because the only time I pay yes. that much for a game is when I get a play arts statue. The more expensive digital deluxe collectors and regala editions include this upgrade. Uh, yeah, I ain't um, paying that kind of money unless I get statues. And they're referring this. Uh, yeah, the well, regala, it's digital. You're not. The regala and the collector's edition are both physical. Okay. okay. Are they? Okay. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, for that I've, kind of I've money, seen, you better be getting figures. I've but, seen uh, the packaging, and one of them is colossal, and one of them is big. Okay. Um, Sony is referring this upgrade within their premium versions of the game as dual entitlement. So uh, <laughs> fancy naming there, Sony. Nice. Good job. So we got companies like Activision letting you upgrade your Call of Duty for free, and Sony's like, not nah, fam. Also, my my last little bit of uh, interesting news comes from Australia. Um, uh, The Australian government is going to grant authorities powers to disrupt data, monitor networks, and control user accounts, as well as requiring IDs for social media access. So Mm. um, this is something that's very easily spreadable into the gaming space, as it is uh, already required in countries like uh, South Korea. But uh, yeah, it's called the Surveillance Legislation Amendment. Identify and disrupt bill. So uh, mm. sorry if you have any Aussie friends. So I hope everything's going okay down there with yeah. your authoritarianism and giant spiders. It's not a good combination. Giant spiders aren't the ones you got to worry about. It's, it's the government, apparently. It's the government spiders. 
Yeah. All right. Well, it looks like that's going to do it for our news this week. Um, for me, at least, I haven't been able to work. It's still been pretty crazy. So I've been just doing RuneScape and Final Fantasy, Pokemon Go, like usual. I have um, – I did get a little extra free time, though, and I got some – uh quests done in runescape and i'm finally getting into this world event stuff that i keep talking about but i haven't actually been able to do um and i'm personally pretty excited i'm not a uh not necessarily a zaros fan but i definitely uh dislike sarah doman so i'm <clears throat> i'm i'm excited that that two of the really popular gods are fighting now instead of the like kind of one-sided battles we've seen before with like hmm let's take a really popular god and and pit it against a really unpopular one and let the players decide which one wins that makes sense um so having like the two most popular ones go head to head makes makes a lot more sense so uh, i'm excited to get my uh get my claws into it uh how about you sasquatch what have you been playing this week I've been playing a few things. Um, I'm playing playing Valorant, Call of Duty, uh, some more Splitgate. Um, still, still out there doing field leaves in Final Fantasy fourteen. Um, I've been playing my little mobile gacha music rhythm game D four DJ. It's always a fun time, and I've also been playing a newer i guess new game to me called bigfoot it's like a mix between dead by daylight and phasmophobia where you hunt a murderous bigfoot hmm. it is it is amazing it looks fantastic it actually feels like they did such a great job with the sound design it feels like you're in haunted woods nice and then a giant monster comes <laughs> and kills you uh what was it i also have been playing i also played a little bit of the new no man's sky update so nice i uh did the mature thing i named my first settlement i saw for everybody in the game to see buttholeville amazing nice how about you doc what have you been playing uh, i've been playing bits of guilty gear and a lot of shin megami tensei nocturne I'm very close to the end. Nice. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be picking that up this fall. It's on my Black Friday list. You're going to love it. You're, is this like a list of games you buy that you never play? Yep. Okay, yep. excellent. And dude, every, every Black Friday, I buy like 10 games and then I play them in six or seven years. <laughs> so you still haven't even played most <laughs> of the last six or seven years. <laughs> I I don't have to answer your questions. So somehow you're saying I have played one sec. I need to pull up some numbers here. Uh -oh. Somehow you are saying that I have played more of my 1,028 game Steam library than you have played probably games in the last six or seven years. Uh that I I can't get past the number of games in your Steam library. I stopped processing data after hearing over a thousand games. <laughs> it uh hit over a thousand two months ago three months ago uh oh my god i don't think i humble have a thousand really helps humble bundle gives me 12 games a month so that really oh helps. yeah I, that's I how i play such a wide variety of games as well i was gonna say i don't think i have that many if i like put together all my playstation games from one through four and all my steam games i don't know if there were that many <laughs> actually there probably had to be but 
Oh, by the way, there is a free weekend for Hood Outlaws and Legends on Steam right now. So nice. if you want to play a cooperative. All right. Well, it looks like that's going to do it for us this week. Thanks so much, everyone, for tuning in. Don't forget to like and subscribe at facebook.com slash gaming and all of our individual links below, as usual. Thanks so much, everyone, and have a great weekend. Uh, what's the holiday this weekend? Uh, Labor, uh, Day. Labor Day. Labor Day weekend. Happy yeah, Labor Day. three day weekend. Woo! I'm not working. I work Saturday. Oh, F. 